G'day and welcome back to the DIC podcast for 2020. Episode 5 will be bringing you today the latest from the club news and we've also got our inaugural guest for the Where Are They Now segment in Asian Paddy. Without further ado, let's uh, get into it. Okay, welcome back to the DAC podcast for 2020. My name is Nathan Down, and together with Boris, we'll be joining you today for episode five. Boris, how are you, mate? Yeah, very well, Nathan. I've uh, been under the pump this week, so I had to take a week off running. Just, right. My degree's been very busy, been charging through some assignments that uh, I've actually handed in a couple tonight, which is quite good, quite a good feeling, a bit of weight yeah. of the shoulders. Yeah, good. So hopefully when you back to jogging next week, hopefully. When do you when when does the masters finish? Uh, first of July is my last exam and I can't wait. Yeah, That's right. gonna be four or three and a half years of, of work, finally. Yep. To pay off. Can't wait to get that piece of paper in the mail. <laughs> yeah, and then um, charge on with some running, eh? Yeah, then hopefully get some good training under my belt so I don't have to worry about anything else. Anyway, how about you though? How's your uh, last couple of weeks been for training? Yeah, been good. I had that sort of three, four week block um, as I usually do. And then I, I took a rest week last week, and um, which was good. It was probably much needed and I'm back into yeah. it this week. So no, I'm, I'm using the time well um, up in the training while I can. So um, I think it would just be good though to, to get the group back, hopefully in a couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly right. Um, on that, for all the members that don't know, we the council has opened up the track again for public use. Uh, they recommend that you just like don't train in large groups. Obviously, yep. keep your distance from everyone. Practice good hygiene and just be extra ca- um, cautious in your training. Mm. Um, we won't be commencing club activities yet, but we are working with the council to get to a point where we can recommence again. We just have to iron out some of the smaller details and I think we have to get some uh, COVID officers and some, you know, infection people and yeah. just write up, write up a lot of pe- boring paperwork before people can start training. But hopefully yeah. it'll be shortly. And if, uh, hopefully in a, a few weeks, we'll be back chatting at the club again. Yeah, and I think we're also waiting on an ASVIC um, statement piece too on the whole COVID situation. So that'll help yeah, that's right. um, that's guide right. the clubs and dictate them um, on, on what we need to do to get back. So, But I think, look, I think generally everyone's running still. You know, we're keeping active on um, Strava and um, training while we can um, and training yeah, with right. a few There's... more than people, than two people yeah. now. I think it's up to 10. So... Um, yeah, yeah definitely good. hasn't stopped anyone um, from getting some good training in and still running and keeping active. So that's good. Yeah, for sure. Um, we've got a, it's a jam-packed, well, uh, yeah, jam-packed, I suppose. We've just got one guest, but we, we, we chat for a fair bit. Boris, we've got our, our coach in Adrian Paddy joining us. Yeah, we do. We've got um, a very special guest, Adrian Paddy, who trains both of us and uh, keeps us motivated all through winter, even when we don't want to be doing the K reps. Exactly. He's um, no, he's been a Trojan. He's been down in the club for as long as I can remember. Uh, he held the president role for many years. He's gone into his coaching. Um, he led the club through um, some some tough times with Tommy, but he was also made some you know great moves and instrumental in changing the track to the Tom Kelly Athletics Track, which was huge with along with Stu and the rest of the committee. So that was um, he's definitely continuing that legacy and keep keeping his coaching going. So I think today's episode is going to be jam packed with some history of the club, you know, him as an early um, runner as a 13 year old coming down to the club um, in 93. So uh, can't wait to get into it. Eh? Yeah. Good episode for um, someone who's listening, who's like me and doesn't exactly know the ins and outs of the club. It's a, a really good uh, sort of interview to learn more about that. Yeah. Well, let's um, without further ado, let's um, let's get into it. Eh? Yeah. Perfect. 
So this person is a long-standing member of the Doncaster Athletic Club. He joined the club back in 1993 at the age of 12. He was a promising middle distance runner at a state and national level, level competing over from the 800 metres all the way up to the 5K and regularly at the cross country. During his time, he served on the committee. He became vice president and then he held the club president role for several years from 2011 to 2018. He's now shifted his focus to continuing the club coaching commitments and manages the middle distance squad at the club. He's been at the club for as, far, as long as I can remember, um, assisting wherever he can for the better of the club. Um, he's a true club champion. We welcome Adrian Paddy to the podcast, mate. Welcome. Hey, Nate, how you going? Boris, how you going? <laughs> yeah, good, thanks, Paddy. Good, thank, thanks, thanks for joining us, on. mate. Yeah. Oh, no worries. Appreciate it. So we're going to, um, we've, got, we've got a bit of a jam-packed episode. We're going to sort of start with your early uh, competition days. We'll get into some of the training um, you did, um, some coaching uh, then your sort of transition and more involvement with the club as the president, um, and then now you're coaching. So you started back in '93 as a as a 12 year old. Uh, run us through that. Yeah, well, yeah, started back '93, a long time ago now. Um, yep. When I first started, I was a shy little kid, um, <laughs> shy 13, very very shy, very um social isolated. So yep. athletics was my outlet. Um, I was lucky enough again. I struggled through my. I was wasn't very good athlete. I struggled through my days. I happened to just. Scrape through to one of the back then it's called the J, JLL squad. I don't know what's called the last squad these days. I think yeah, it's right. a development squad these days. Yep, yep. And we um, yeah. had a big function at Doncaster one day, so off, off we went. And we did so that's how you came down. That's how it came down. So we did the session there, and after the session, there was um, Tom, was Tom and um, I can't remember who the other coach was now, sorry, but sitting there and they said to us, Oh, who's how's everyone going with coaching? And I looked around, I was in, we're not getting coached, and sort of. <laughs> right. So Charlotte went up to afterwards that I'm, I'm not getting coached. And Tommy, being Tommy, said, well, you're more than welcome to, to come down here and join up. And I said, oh, yeah. Oh, yep. well, my, my dad didn't like it. Coming from Epping every night to Doncaster wasn't wasn't yeah. the two. Um, so, yeah, so from there it started. From um, every Tuesday night, I'd come down to the track and, um, yeah, started training. And, again, just met some great people down there. So when I was my, my first year, met people like Mark, a young Mark Fountain. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so these are guys I got to start to grow up and sort of grow up with my life, become the club down there. That's my social outlet. It was amazing. So yeah. Did you um I've got down that you well coming from Epping, you used to catch the bus to training, I hear Stuart. So, yeah, so when um, yeah, oh, so when gee. I used to <laughs> so when I when I as I got a bit older, as I got sort of into late high school and that, so I used to catch a bus, the high parade college, I used to catch a bus from yeah. Parade to Greens to Altham, then jump on a bus with um from with Sam Carroll, one of the other used to be on a committee as well and yeah, we'd yeah, jump yeah. on a bus from Altham to Doncaster, Westfield, we'd get by to eat, then walk from Westfield down to the track every, every Tuesday and Thursday night. So yeah, and then That's train. a good what, three, four K from yeah, Westfield. Well, yeah, to fair the track. walk, yeah. So we'd yeah. always have some quick bite to eat at Westfield, um <laughs> and walk down there and yeah. And then have a couple of for a couple of years of the truck's gotten redeveloped. So we do a lot of training at behind a town hall on the grass oval there. So that was Oh yeah, oh, yeah, where we do yeah. stations. Where we do stations, yeah. yeah. So that was that's some good times there. So you, you, that was 12-13. I know, um, run us through, we've got a bit of intel here. You were the, uh, in under-18s, you were undefeated in the cross-country uh, season and you, you went on to get a, a New Balance sponsorship. Yeah, so AV had an initiative back, teamed up with New Balance through Runners World back, I think it was 97, 98. Yeah. So basically the winner of the overall cross-country season become, got a New Balance, the 12-month sponsorship of New Balance, one for the women, one for the men's. Yeah, right. And just yeah, that was the year the seven sort of took off. I just started training. The training picked up well. Things were going really well. And with the whole cross country undefeated, the Ooh, problem wow. was, but I got one race out. I 
I got done. I was a stress fractures in both legs, and I needed to um oh. to, to finish the race, have enough points to to win. So the last race against doctor's orders, I um I raced. <laughs> race with I raced, stress fractures. I raced Double stress, stress fractures. fractures. Oh yeah, no! So I one in each leg as well, and um yeah, so that sort of sort of. It was great winning it, but that sort of sort of put me back a long time too, the stress fractures. So yeah. Yeah. So and, yeah. And um I'm gonna run through some PBs here now. You can we can run through when they were, but the eight hundreds one fifty uh one, you've got a fifteen hundred to three fifty three, a five K of fourteen forty five. We'll come back to that five K. Um and a ten K of thirty fifty two. So, you know, pretty honest runner. Maybe run us through the five K. You said you were in great shape. That was um yeah. back at Olympic Park. Yeah, so that was back at Olympic Park. I can't remember what year it was, top of my head, but I remember it was a state when the old state league was. So for guys yep. who don't know who state league was, every Thursday night there used to be competition. And it was only it was eight clubs. Uh-huh. And there was a right. state league competition. Olympic Park was, was, elite, was an elite competition. So you had to have qual- to score. You had to beat seat times to score. So to score points and 100, you had to sub two minutes. If you ran over two minutes, Ooh. you didn't score any points. Oh, right. Jeez. Um, so I was lucky enough to get picked. Obviously, the club picked you. Back yeah. in that day, Murray yeah. Harding was a team manager. So he picked yeah. you to run. So, and that, again, that, that back in those days, was the glory day of the club. I was trying to get a spot against people like Ron DeHyden and yeah. Sean Fieldy and Murray yeah. Harding. And so I think what happened that night, once someone pulled out, so I, I got asked to race, which was great. And it all happened it was a week before state titles. And yeah, just one of those nights where everything, everything clicked. I ran a cracking race and Tommy came and goes, you're going to have a cracking week the week later, state titles. <laughs> state titles rolled well and I choked. So <laughs> I ran about 15, 30 state titles. So yeah, it was pretty disappointing. Uh, so. That's not exactly a choke. That's still pretty oh, solid time. Yeah. So, but yeah, <laughs> that was, um, state league were great days. I, I used to really enjoy the state league days. Like going to Thursday, I used to come straight from school on the train to state league and get running against some great runners. It was just a great atmosphere there. So that was when you were in high school, Patty. Yeah, still, that was my last year. High, high school, correct? Yeah. So it was yeah, last right. in high school. So yes, and so yeah, Staley was a great Olympic Park. It was a great place to run. Yeah, it was a, it was a great atmosphere as well. The club club did really well. And we were very lucky because a sort of Doncaster and Box Hill standalone clubs, and everyone were hybrid clubs. So it was Essendon, Preston, and a, one of the clubs they were like a hybrid. They were called Northeast. So they're the clubs you were yeah, against right. State League to win. Yeah, right. right. And I think that year we finished second or third. We just missed out so to win the State League title. So, yeah, Did Doncaster so, win a State League title? Not in my time. I think okay. the closest we got in my time was second. We yep. had second two years in a row. But again, so against some of the hybrid clubs. It was unbelievable. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's clubs at hybrid. But we had like Scott Young was saying, you know, he was just missing out on Olympic trials. Scott Young, so he had an awesome thrower. He had Matt Harpo throwing the shots. We had some great athletes. Just a great team atmosphere. Yeah, right. And that was obviously um, in your early days that that gave you, you know, you were definitely committed at the club there for for yeah. years to come. Yeah, correct. And that, that's what got me started. You go on a Thursday night and everyone got around mm-hmm. you. Ain't, I remember one day after filling for real. This is actually, after filling for real, that someone pulled out and it was four by one. It was on the back straight. And four, by Baxter, four, four by one. Four by one. The scary <laughs> part is, imagine Dave Baxter bowling down your pass. I think at the time I got the bat and he was halfway down the straight, just like a bumper and he still, still passed him. <laughs> Yeah, that was um, – Dave just said, just got to go. As soon as you can go, you go. Because I'll catch. I said, oh, okay, I'm going, mate. So You, you do take a while to wind up, putty. You said 100. Yeah. That is a bit short. He passed the bat to me. He kept going past me. It's sort of <laughs> – <laughs> So I'm up the straight there. Yeah, so, no, it was good just to get around. Yeah, it was just a great atmosphere. So. When did they stop State League? And what, why did they stop it? Oh, obviously, around that puff. Obviously, athletics was changing. Yeah. The park got it more expensive to run. It just, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was there was 
when I was president, they were talking about trying to revamp it. But mm. again, it's just the dynamics changed. Yeah. The dynamics changed. Like back then, elites, elites would wanted to compete. They wanted yeah. to be elite athletes and race a Thursday and then race a Saturday was part of their training. Now, Ooh. it's hard to get some elite guys down to, to race. They, yeah. they wanted to race. It was just, it was that team atmosphere. So the sports really changed in that, in, in that, in that way. Yeah. Yeah. When did you run 30.52 for the 10K? That was at, actually, it was a cross, that was a road race at Sandown. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I did it there again. I can't remember what year it was later. It would have been my mid 20s, I think it was. Okay. Guess that's, one probably of those, one of the, that's probably one of the harder places to run <laughs> in the yeah. 30 minutes. Boris, it was one of those <laughs> glorious days. It was, it was one of those beautiful winter days at Sandown. Not, not a breath of wind in the air. It was, yeah, magic. Right. it was one of those magical days. And yeah, again, just one of those days, everyone just clicked. I don't know what happened. Crazy. Yeah, everyone just clicked. I got it's in not there flat. Sandown's not flat. Yeah, not flat. Yeah, again, I wish. Yeah, so. Crazy. One of those days where everything just clicked in the air across the line. Tommy, even Tommy came and goes, that was unbelievable. So. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, so you have those days where everything just clicks and away you go. Do you remember what a 30-52 sort of placed you back in those days? I was in top 10. Yeah, I finished top 10. So, I think nice. it was sixth or seventh it was just in the top 10 yeah nice so yeah awesome so what could you when have you last run a 10k oh well, last would have, been, it would have been bundura park last year at the cross country oh yeah wasn't yeah, that so. the one where patty beat you nathan <laughs> yeah he might have <laughs> <laughs> probably good question <laughs> it's um I, I mean yeah you've run i mean what have you you've been running now for 20 25 yeah. odd years well i started on a little lap so i started when i was 70 years old so yeah. i've turned 40 this week so yeah, yeah right so, so. Well, happy <laughs> birthday for that happy happy birthday, birthday, buddy. Jeez. So, so, yeah, so so with the i mean what was your if you you take it back um what was your sort of your best running achievement i guess if you had to pick one oh, i can't answer that no there's so like i wish i oh, actually probably well, Best achievement was running when I turned out. Obviously, that magical cross-country season went through sort of undefeated, yeah. but yeah. it's cross-country season later on. Again, I'm trying to think how old I was when it happened, but I finished fourth at Bundura Park in the cross-country back. It was 12K. And, uh, yeah, and I made the state team and it was really good. I was just a, out of nowhere, just really yeah. rapid with that. Yeah, went to, again, went to nationals and choked again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, cause I made the state team. You know, represented me. That was really, that was really good. But, yeah, that's awesome. I finished fourth nationals at, in 97 at, um, as a junior cross country in, uh, yeah. in Adelaide. Yeah, right. Yeah, so they were probably my two biggest achievements. But, again, just the, a lot of the team stuff, too. I really yeah. enjoyed the cross country yeah, realising yeah. that. I really run. We used to run the academic relays to be at um, Ballarat from Harcourt at Ballarat, sorry, oh, yeah. Harcourt at Bendigo. Yeah. I really enjoyed running some of those guys in, in district league guys, you know, Murray Harding and, and Dean Paul and those kind of guys, you know, just in awe of those, those runners. Yeah. So that, that definitely kept you going through the years to strive yeah, correct, to, to yeah. try and keep up. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, you, you, we haven't touched on it yet. You went to stall and you, you won the Backmarkers Mile in 2006. Yeah, that was um again. I was at, right. so back end of my career. I started, started thought I'll have a go at this pro racing. You know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sort of <laughs> my first pro race. I actually got told off. I actually nearly got disqualified because <laughs> I got to the start line and I, like like many years, no run with my hat on back to front, and I got to the yeah. start line. And they're the pro crew who used to train at the track, which is really really nice um, guys, and they were they were silking to me. So I'm going, what are you got? I'm just waving back, thinking it was happy happy days, and yeah. The gun goes and yeah, happy. I think I finished mid pack and get to the full. And this official comes over to me, and goes, Mr. Paddy said, Yes, mate, how are you going? He goes, yeah. 
we don't run with hats on. I said, oh, okay. Really? <laughs> and I went Jeez. after, they go, that's a disqualified offence. I said, oh, okay. Yeah, the pros Whoa. are a bit different though, aren't they? They, they are, yeah. They that's check so it. different. Yeah, so they check it. But, they, but they, what I do understand, they come around through at the start, they check if I had a watch on, but then tell me to take my hat off. So, <laughs> yeah, so it was, my, it was interesting. It was my third pro race, and I must have got on the handicapper's mark. So yeah, so you were off. What are you? What were you off? I was off. Now you're gonna test me. Sixty something, I think it was. Sixty yeah, seventy okay. something. I was still in the last. I was one of the guys in the last. The colours. I was in the green yep. and white. Yep. Yeah. Right. And um, like I said, I remember. I remember still remember that race really well. I went there and it rained all. It was one of those wet stalls. It rained most of most of the Friday night. We spent most of the Friday night trying to drive mattress out to the campgrounds. That was <laughs> a fun, fun Friday night. And, um, I got to the green and. I was curious because you can bet on oh, people. Now you can bet down the store. You can actually bet on yourself. Yeah. People can bet on oh, you. You so can bet on yourself. You can bet on yourself. So I went, I was never going. I thought there was no chance. I, we used to go down every year. Group of us used to go to the store every year. 10 years went down there. I just had a great weekend. It's the first year race down there. Yeah. Right. So to me, I was going down and have a great, I thought I'd have a race on Saturday night, sort of just have a great weekend with the boys and enjoy mm. myself. So I went out from a warm up and, um, Check the board, I was paying 10 to 1. I went, oh, probably about, <laughs> probably, probably about right. <laughs> I've, got no, I've got no chance. So I'm going to warm up and I come back in, I check the board again, I'm paying twos. I went, fire out my wife and all, me, all the mates, Scott Young and, and all the mates have gone and put money on me. And the, the, old, the poor, um, poor bookmaker sort of, sort of got a bit, bit wary in back the odds <laughs> in. Two, so, yeah. And again, had to ask me out of one, I thought I had no chance. But yeah, just again, one of those days I got to the ballot got to the bell lap and I was spent but yeah no the field wasn't moving so I just held on well at two to go I thought well I'm gonna go here and yeah yeah and what to... was the what was the finishing time 401 I think okay. it was 401 something come yeah 401 yeah so, so it's a pretty tidy mile if you you add a little bit to your your marker but that's uh, yeah. pretty quick on grass so, yeah. too on grass yeah. and it was a wet track yeah so I had yeah. to laugh when I got back to training next night I said Tom I had one, I had one stall and that he goes he goes, as soon as it rained, I knew you were going to win. So, oh. Really? <laughs> so he goes, yeah, yeah just, right. just, a, just a strength, yeah. So Cross-country nice. runner, yeah, through and through. Correct, yeah, <laughs> so. so tell tell us a bit about Tommy. Obviously, he took you under wing from the get-go um, and uh, and he took you all the way through, really. Yeah, no, what do you say about Tommy? Everyone knows yeah. about Tommy, but um, oh, look, he was he was a saving grace for me. Like, he um, not only helped my running career, but he's helped me in life in general. Just yeah. gave me the confidence. If you had asked me as a 13-year-old, you're going to be president of the Phillies Club. Yeah. You're going to have all these friends. Obviously, there's no chance in the world. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. He sort of, he was, a, he, was, he was a mentor. And that's, again, why I got into coaching so much because he, he helped me through everything. You know, and he just, he backed you in no matter what you were. He was always there for you. He was, um, what am I trying to say? You know, he, yeah. Everyone knows how well he was. And, Big well, loss I, of the club. A big, big loss of the club. Yeah, indeed. And I think um, he, he definitely built that team atmosphere, which is what you've spoken about a couple of times, um, which in athletics, it's, you know, it's an individual sport, but you know how it is. We, we train together um, and we race each other, but we're, it's all a, I think at Doncaster, we're definitely a team environment and, and you're going to continue to build that with your coaching. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I've been to coaching before, before, um, just before, so how I got into coaching was we were sort of the clubs looking for a way building a runners group just before yep. rec running started. So poor rec running was massive. Oh, right. So, yeah, we thought, let's, we need a way to get, the idea was, and this is where the, you got, the committee's doing so well now, is the idea was to try and get more of that age group between the 30 and 40 year olds, 30 and 50 year olds down to the club and build that. Yeah. If you can get that, build that atmosphere and build that club atmosphere, the club builds in general. So that, that was the idea. Yeah. So. We distract our brains and let's start a running club. Just people come down once a week. We have the lights on. We've got dry club rooms. They can get changed. Yeah. So 
and we couldn't get in on the door. I said, well, I want to start coaching. I'll, um, I'd love to try something like that. So, yeah. so the idea was we, um, I did my coach's course and started the runners group. And obviously it wasn't no way successful as roughy runners. Um, sort of backfired a little bit. I was a young and experienced. So probably know the way around coaching a lot, but is is resonance of the, the the my original the original runners group now. Maria Kamaris is one of the original members. Yeah. Um, oh, right. Laura was one of the original members. Yeah. So I think with the first night down, we had twelve people down, and again, inexperienced me decided to give them hundreds on forty-five seconds. Probably wasn't the best <laughs> session to give, give, give them. And a bucket of down rain the first night. There's no way anyone's coming back. We back down. I got them on the track, bucket and down rain. But um, yeah. So. Yeah, it took off for the first month. It took off and then it slowly dissipated. But yeah, then from then I sort of my coaching sort of had one or two people come down, and then then it all happened. Unfortunately, we lost um we lost Tommy, and yeah, I yeah. sort of that was my way to sort of sort of keep Stacey going. I sort of was a lot of people didn't have coaches then. I thought, well, I got to try and sort of help me way through again. And there's again, yeah. I, if I knew I knew what I knew now, I would have done things a lot different back then. I would have sort of been well more there for people. So it's probably it was a hard time. I was trying to obviously deal with grief myself, but then trying yeah. to help the club through and coach. So I got a lot of things wrong back then, but yeah, hopefully now the club's grown and things are going better. And hopefully you guys can say I'm a good coach or not. Hopefully I'm still going, learning every day as a coach. So <laughs> No, yeah. that's it. Well, we're, we're, we're lucky enough, Boris and I, to, uh, to be coached by you. So it's, yeah. um, no, I think we're, we're building a good group down there, Paddy. And, um, and I Definitely. think, yeah, you, you touched on that well. Obviously you were, um, president through the time we lost um, Tommy and you you know you guided the club very very well you were there for the members you were there for his athletes and you, you're definitely continuing that coaching uh, legacy and keeping the club going so well done for that um, yeah so probably the, the the next point coaching wise I mean it's something that you'll look to do for for a while yet you know I mean we're always down there Tuesdays yeah we're building that club yeah, oh, I love coaching. Like I can, I can see why you get such a thrill from it. It's yeah. amazing to see, and always is amazing to Tommy. You know, he, he, the smile he'd get from if someone if someone was winning, you'd watch him. The same smile he had when Dave. I still remember watching when Dave won Zadipak. That smile mm. on his face just lit up. But it's the same smile if someone ran a PB, even if it was one of his young young junior athletes. They ran a PB. That same smile. That same. Um, oh, joy! It's a smirk. It's a, he had that smirk. Yeah. Yeah, no matter who you were, if you ran well or you trained well, he'd always have that same smirk. And it was, yeah. and I, I can see now when, when you guys run well, you guys have a good session, you guys are happy. I feel, it's hard to explain yeah. the joy you guys feel. Yeah. So, yeah, and I suppose me going forward as a coach, I think the biggest thing I need to learn now is that everyone's different. So, how mm. I coach different people, you've got to sort of, although you try and put them as a group, you need to learn they've got individual people. So, you've got to try and work to everyone's strength. Yeah. yeah. So something I'm still learning as a coach, but I, I said I love it. I, I can do as far as I'd love to as long as people want to coach with me. I'm happy to coach. Um, so, yeah, so I really, really do love it. What other sports do you coaching, Paddy? I'm coach football at the minute house. I coach, um, I coach under, under 11 football. I've been coaching footy, my young fella, for four years now, three years now. Yeah, so right. I enjoy, enjoy footy. Um, also do strength and conditioning coaching too. So, yeah. So, yeah, so that would have been everything. So, but yeah, but I enjoy I, Footy coaching is the same thing. I, the, Kids can be a handful sometimes, but I really, really, <laughs> yeah. really enjoy it. So, yeah. Oh, if you can put up with uh, Nathan Iron and Ryan and everyone else, I'm sure you can put up with some kids. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's it. What's, um, I mean, looking back at, this is see, taking some of your sessions, which you did with some of the guys. Who were the, some of the guys you trained with and, and what, are, what were some of the classic sessions down at the track that you can remember? Yeah, well, 
Yeah, so back in the game, when I was junior, I was very lucky. I was coached, getting coached by blokes like Paul Cleary, with mm. coach Paul Cleary, yeah, right. Joe Ishiar. That were my young days. And going further, um, Philo Saunders, who's coaching up at coaching RAS now. Um, the group oh, sort of made, the So Philo Saunders is a member of the club. Yeah, he's right, a member of the club right. for a long time. Yeah, and Tommy. Yeah. Um, so back in the day, we had to have two big distance squads. So it was John Hurst's squad, who had blokes like Murray Harding, Dean Paul, and Sean Cruelty. Yep. Yeah. Um, those kind of guys. And there was sort of Tommy's squad who had obviously um, Dean and uh, had Paul and Joe, a few other, a few other, you know, Mark Fount was there as well. So yep. you'd sort of yeah, couple yeah. people train together or a couple of nights you'd be separate, but you get them in a win, you know, middle of winter. Yeah. So these two great distance squads, just the quality. Nigel Blackham was another one. Grant Smith, you know, all great athletes and just fantastic runners. But a couple of, Sorry. You you learnt, you learnt a fair bit off that. I mean, Joe Ishii's yeah. got a, a club record of one forty six five of the over yeah. the eight hundred. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And <laughs> I still remember a couple of nights. And if you if you speak to Gags, Mike Elliott, we, we could tell you the same story. We used to get down. We used to do the Seb Co session, which few yeah, guys probably yeah, familiar yeah. with. But yeah. Mark and Joe, when Joe was really flying, and we'd sit there. So we quickly do our and the banter at start. We used to, yeah. not like you know three start from one hundred to go up to two hundred, not like two hundred down. But, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the banter. So the one of the one so he gets a sort of one fifty in the banter between Mark and Joe. It's the start. Who's going to do this two hundred meter rep? So, well, we used to, we just quickly get in front of him so he could watch this last two hundred meter rep. And these guys get two hundred, really? they would be fanging. Well, I'm talking low twenties for two hundred meter guys, like, and that that was on. So they probably obviously the one eighty one ninety they'd fudge a little bit. So this this yeah. um, <laughs> this time it was on between the two of them. So yeah, it was um. It was amazing to watch those two go, you know, just train with those two guys. And then later on, I got lucky enough to train with Dave when he was a junior, Dave McNeil, you know, lucky yeah. enough to train with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Do the long reps with him. Ben, Esch- ben Ashke was another one I got yep. to train with. Um, yeah. I was, I, I was so lucky. That that era is when I probably started. I was probably only 15, 16. And yeah, you're up the front. There was Dave, there was George, Leighton, yeah, Ben. Um, and yeah, I was Nath Carr too, yeah, trying Nath to Carr. hold on for dear life. And I think that was always a good thing about the club that there was always someone in front of you, and I mean that you could strive for and, and try and hang on. And it made you a better athlete, of course. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone so sorry, no, everyone got along with each other, and always I always found there was always guys to pull. Like I'm talking, John. John and Paul were these Olympic athletes, but they always had time for you. Nat Harvey's another one. She always had time for you. These are Olympic athletes, but they always. Had time, they always warm up with you. They wouldn't sort of just dish you away. You know, they always had time to to say good day or give you some advice or help you out. Dave Bax was probably one of the best guys like that. He was, even though he was a sprinter, but he always spoke to you about training. He always helped you out, gave you ideas. Just as, as an athlete, he's probably one of the most dedicated athletes I've seen in my time. He was just right, yeah. for, the, for the sport. And again, he was a sprinter. There was always banter between sprinters and the distance runners, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But he always, he's always had time for you. He always had time for you. They always had time to advice for you. And he was, um, he was another, yeah, he was another great person at the club. And I get, I get so lost when he passed away as well. Yeah, indeed. He's, um, we've got a, we've got a memorial trophy after him as well. So at the club, um, he holds the 100 and 200. Well, he's actually holds under 20 and open and under 18. So he was, you know, Jeez. through through those years, he's yeah. got a 10, three and a, a 20.57 for the 200. So, he um he's quick. He went to which Olympics did he go to, Cody? Uh, was it Sydney actually, or one before? Sydney, no, one before. No, one after. I think it was. Sorry, one after. But again, he's a world champion. Athens medalist. He's a world. He's a, he's got a medal in one of the major champions. I can't remember which one. I was in a relay. He's a photo. Yeah. Not the first or the photo still in the gym. 
but he's actually yeah, got a major a relay, a medal, one of the relays. So I think back now, so I think of Ali Hutton too, when Ali was going to Sydney as well. That's right, yeah. Ali, yeah. And I think of Libby Paul Allen. Libby Allen's another one, but I think of Paul Ali when that, we just remember listening. I can remember I was, at, I was working when she was racing and the, when she dropped the, they dropped the bat and I felt sorry, just hard to suck for her. So, I do yeah. remember that. So, yeah, so there's just amazing days, you know, there was some, oh, it was an amazing year of the club back when I was a junior and that was yeah, yeah. great times. But again, that I made lifelong friends. I said, all my friends mm. have come, all my social groups all from the club, sort of. So, yeah, yeah my whole okay. life at that club. Yeah. And when did you start to shift into uh, the committee? Obviously, you're always part of the club, but when did you jump on first of all yeah. to the committee? So I was an 18-year-old. I was in the committee. So I was really? young, very Whoa. young, and I was very young and naive. And I'm sure <laughs> if you ask a few of the um, Adam Robinson, I was very young and naive and very um, full of ideas and full of um, energy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what, what I wanted to. I suppose again because my life is I was going straight from work. I was a young electrician apprentice. I was going straight from work straight to the club. Yeah. Do my, do my session. Go home. Go straight to bed. And that was my day. I was doing that five, six days a week. Yeah. That was my life. I had nothing. All my friends were there. So your gym sessions in the gym, you'd spend two hours talking, maybe 15 minutes doing your gym sessions. Exactly. <laughs> half, half I can attest to that. Yeah. yeah. Like years ago, and if you hear the story, have some of the old guys on there, I'll tell you, there used to be a pool, uh, ping pong table in there. So <laughs> there was a lot of effort where Mr. Robo was trying to get to do Jamie and the ping pong was going on longer than the um, <laughs> gym sessions were going. So, but again, that was a social atmosphere. So I got on the committee because I enjoyed the social atmosphere and yep. enjoyed, yeah, sort of enjoyed helping out. I said, yeah, all my friends were there. So it was, it was no brainer sort of join the committee. Did you, um, I mean, a couple other achievements for the club. You, you were the Russell Adams, which is the best club person of the year. That was in 2002. Um, and you no doubt probably could have won that many years. Um, you're a life member uh, in 2007 for the yeah. club. Um, you also got uh, an Australia Day, in two, uh, Australia Day Award in 2018, um, which I don't think you knew was coming, but uh, the club put you up for that. And that's a, that was yeah. a great achievement. Um, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so you've definitely you've definitely been involved, and as I said, president for seven years. So, um, all up, you know, you're, you're 25 years really at the club in terms of yeah. But like I said, Nathan, I said the, I, I I feel I owe the club so much more than the club owes me. Like my, said, my whole life's there. Mm. Um, yeah, the Australia Day one was very funny actually because I got this letter in the mail and I nearly threw yeah. rubbish and I thought it was junk. <laughs> <laughs> what are they trying to get me to vote? Yeah, yeah, no, I've got a hockey ticket. <laughs> yeah, because because I, I was still getting club stuff from the club as the president. I was still club for many and cancel. This was another thing for many and cancel. And he goes, no, I think she'd open that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I opened the letter and oh, so yeah, I was I was quite um, chuffed and grateful the club. Sort of a bit overwhelmed, but but very very grateful the club nominated me. So no, yeah. it's just a you know all your hours you've put in, and and last year we we named the um, coaches award uh, after yourself too. Yeah. So I think that's a yeah. that's a great um, thing to have for years to come. So. Um, yeah, that was that was a good night last year at the AGM. So yeah, no, appreciate that. No, that was great. But um, yeah. So I'm hoping I'm hoping any guys will probably test this. Hopefully, the club's 50th anniversary comes up. Is it true? Probably this year or next year. So yeah, I think it's next year. Now, on that, you you were definitely uh, you were involved in organising. Gee, the 30th, the 35th. I remember the probably the earliest for mine was probably the 40th. I can remember going to. Yeah, so I don't I'm, know if you can remember that night, Paddy. No, I can't. I, I liked organising them, but I also liked enjoying them. That's why I liked organising them. Oh, that's good. They were, they were probably the most fun. They were stressful, but fun things to organise. I really enjoyed. I've organised from the 30th, 30th right up to the 45th. I organised, yep. um, but I really, they were really, they were 
awesome. All of them are awesome nights. And again, I can't remember. I don't think I remember any of them. They all had big nights. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, look, they were really, really fun to organise. And the nights, are, I hope everyone can attest who, who's come to them. They've all had great nights. I know, yeah. I know I did, and it probably got too carried away. Um, <laughs> but they were really, really fun nights. And I hope that some of the club keeps going because I really enjoyed. I'll be happy to help out too. I want to all the next one, but um. They're really, really fun to organise and really fun to catch up, especially having the, the I think the 35th and 40th had the older new members. So it's great for everyone to mingle and yeah. meet, meet these people. And as I say, yeah, so. No, that'll, that'll be coming up. So we'll, um, we'll definitely get you involved for that. Yeah, no, definitely. I'd love to. I'd love to. I said I enjoyed it. I said they're great, they're great nights. And I think the, the recent one, the 45th, and even the one for the Tommy Memorial, they were really, really good nights. Yeah. Everyone yep. gets together, sort of lets their hair down and see a different side of people as well. And, and again, when you get the mix of the older athletes and, and the younger athletes who can sort of, oh, yeah, I know who you are, I've heard about you. And, and it's good to see people just have a really good night and enjoy themselves. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So what, Pat, um, go, go, Boris. Daddy, you're still, you're still training now, right? You still get out and... I try training. when I can. It's a bit hard, obviously, with work and um, family life. <laughs> I, I, try, I try to get out still as much as I can. Yeah, what is it? What does a week look like now compared to a week in sort of your uh, your peak training? I say basically peak training. Like I said, I'd go straight to work. I'd basically go straight from work in my car, go straight to the track. Yep. Um, <laughs> then basically, so I was on so on a Monday and a Wednesday, I'd do a 70, seventy minute run. Yeah. Go straight in the gym. So I'd go straight from a run into the gym. Jeez. Um, and then yeah, Tuesday and Thursdays on the track. And then Saturday mornings, if I wasn't working, was doing hills, hills at um, Ruffy Park. Yeah. There. And then Sunday was uh, the long run. So between 75 and 80 minutes, depending on depending on my um where I was and where how where I was fitting. So, so what's you're that? getting up to about 100. Oh, again, there's no there's no game. Don't ask me what I used to do on my semi runs. I've got no idea. Back then, there's no Garmin watches. I just had a Nike watch. And, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you the course I took and figure it out later on. But yeah, I could never um I never knew how many k's I did a week. I was just we did everything in time, so seventy minutes. So yeah, yeah, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so I was yeah again. It was back then. It was enjoyable. Sometimes I struggled, but yeah, again, you know, yeah, come to the gym and if you ever speak to Mr. Robo and, and the boys, I'll tell you I used to. Batteries getting the run and used to be able to buy chocolates at the gym. I'm not sure to do that these days. Mr. Robbie stuck the fridge full of little Fredo frogs and that. So, Dobo's got some protein bars hidden yeah, away. That no, it wasn't that. These are chocolates, and I reckon I'll pop the club up for the next five years. So, I used to get in there and buy five, ten dollars worth of little Fredo frogs after a long run. <laughs> Every night, they'd come in and be a massive pile of um, wrappers around myself after my long run and then <laughs> have a chat into the gym. So, yeah, it was, they were good days. Well, now Boris is a bit hard. So I get home from work now, and if the kids aren't home from school, I might get out for maybe a four, maybe plenty if I'm lucky, maybe anywhere between eight and ten k. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still try and do my track sessions before I come. Obviously, on a Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. Footy oval, just footy over is like a footy over is around for me. It's a five hundred meter oval, so I try and do my track sessions before that. But I don't do my straight. They're more like thresholds. So I'll go warm up straight into a threshold session, straight no cool down, straight home, yeah. or straight jog cool down home. It's about a k. K to the footy oval. Yeah. So, yeah. So, again, I try to get out anywhere between five and six days a week. And I'll have that two of them are a cycle. So, two of them are a spin bike. So, my Sunday yeah. and my Wednesdays are a spin bike because, again, my body's not holding up the quad like I wish it could. My mm. work doesn't help either. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. Again, so, you're still training pretty solidly. Again, that's that's an ideal week because you don't always get yeah. an ideal week. So, yeah. 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 But, yeah. So, I try to get as much as I can. As much as I can, I, I, I enjoy it. So. Nice. And um, 
what about, I mean, going forward for the club, how, I mean, if you had to, to look back on sort of the, you said the, the anniversaries are some of the best times in the club. Uh, what are some of the other times and, and memories you can pluck out of your, your time? So, so many, Nate, there's so many, so many um, as an athlete, again, just, we used to, another one we used to go, Tom used to take a group of us up to Falls Creek. Right. So we used to go, we used to leave, we used to leave Boxing Day, he took us up on the bus and the bus ride was hairy if you're speaking. Who speaking drove the like bus? It. Tommy drove the bus and was very hairy going up there because he also used to <laughs> chats and drive, which was not good. <laughs> so Tommy used to drive the bus up, so we used to go up there, um, we stay in, um, so there was two accommodations, the girls accommodation and boys, so we yep. start there for two weeks, so we'd start there Boxing Day and come back around the 5th to 6th of January, depending on the year it was. Yeah. yeah. And he, so we'd go, he'd obviously then drive us up to the, the aqueducts up there every day and we'd do our sessions. We wouldn't train with the main group. Tommy had to just train our own sessions. Yeah, so, good, good. There's too many was, other people. Yeah, correct. Usually. Yeah, and there's some free, yeah. you know, and they're free in training. We'd just go out for a run and we'd all chip in. We'd all obviously do a meal each. We'd all chip in for our meals. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it was, a, it was a good 20, 20 of us up there one year. That was really nice. And took up a few snow drifts and, yeah, another That's another awesome. funny another funny Tommy story one day. We were up this snowdrift one day and we were pipping snow at each other and Tommy's sitting <laughs> with rocks. And we go, you gotta come in and join us. He goes, No, no, buddy, no, buddy. Anyway, <laughs> one of the younger me appeal fell over in the snow one day at one time. And it, next thing is the flash see Tommy off the rocks, bang, stuff and snow down the top, back up the rocks. Really? You're out of bounds, you're out of bounds, you can't get me on the rocks. <laughs> so right, I will get, Again, so someone else falls in the snowdrift. Tommy, bang, like a rocket, straight down, snuff and snow down their tops, back up the rocks. The rocks are out of bounds, guys. <laughs> so we all got together going. Tom, next time he comes there, we're going to grab him, grab him. Yeah. Next, someone pretends to fall, Tommy comes there, we grab him. He starts screaming, knee. Oh, we've got on over her, Tommy. <laughs> her, Tommy, my knee. We've heard Tommy. Next thing they're all crying around him, he just jumps on balls back away. Falls yeah. out. <laughs> very, very cheeky. So, yeah, that very was, cheeky. Yeah, that was some good, that was some great days up at up at Falls. Um, some other great memories. Oh, so so many. Just, too many. Yeah, too many. The, just the just the camaraderie of the track. And, yeah. You know, and like you said, training Leighton and George Murley. Yeah. Were unbelievable times. You know, George George I and Leighton were lucky enough to go to Tasmania to the pro meets in Tassie one one oh, Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And that was a really good trip down there. Um, oh. I'd, just the, and spent some of those late nights. Some other social events I tried to organise. We had an Irish night one night, which was good. <laughs> right. Uh, got, some, got some proper Irish dancing in there. It was really good. And that was fun. Amazing. Um, we used to do back. We used to. Do, I did organise a couple of AFL grand finals. So we organised a big screen in the gym. Oh, that's so, good idea. So yeah, so we did that a few years in a row. That was really good. And I happened to um, get some prizes. Some uh, back then it was a place in the QV called AFL Extreme. It was like some interacting. So AFL works, I got some prizes. We did longest hit competitions. That were some of the prizes. Yeah, right. Oh. So there's some other things we did at the club. Um, what about the party bus? Did you do the party bus? I remember it was the party bus. Yeah, that was, um, <laughs> that was, again, I don't remember a lot of them, mate. But, um, no. but yeah, but that was that was some really, really good nights at all the party buses. So yeah, no, and you guys have taken nutrition on since when I gave it up. But yeah. Yeah, we've done so, a few of those. We did, we did trivia night this year, which was a hit. So, yeah, um, yeah I guess we've we've just it's a it's an important part that um, we've got to keep going. I think. Yeah, it's it's so good to see people in a diff different way, and people just let their hair down and, and, and get to know because, like you said, it's a very individual sport athletics. Mm, yeah. But the more the more training partners you have, and 
the more you can sort of train with each other, it makes it a lot easier, especially through the winter months where it's cold and dark and wet. You don't want to be there. But yep. Your training mates get you through. So, yeah. So, there's been some amazing times at the club. There's been some dark times at the club too. Went through a lot of dark times at the club mm. as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And there's a lot of things I wish I did differently as, under, as a presidency. I should do a lot of things different than I have. But No, you know, no. You've mistakes. done a great so, job. Yeah. So, no, and- sure. I think your uh, Australia Day Award speaks for itself, Paddy. Correct. Good. Well said, <laughs> Boris. So, Paddy, who would you? I mean, you're the you're the inaugural. Where are they now? Segment, which we know where you are. You're at the you're at the track. You haven't gone anywhere, but yeah. um, we thought you were a good one. Obviously, being at the club for so many years and knowing that history and and giving us a background today, who would you uh, suggest to, to get on the podcast for the next um, edition? Oh, where do you start? No, so many good people, yeah. so, and so many great stories, even before my day. Um, Ivan Harding, probably a great one to have a chat with. He was a yeah. club president, one of the longest serving club presidents clubs had. And just did every, bled for the club. If you know someone who bled for the club, that's Ivan. Everyone in the yeah. athletic circles knew Ivan. He was a great official. He was, oh, he was a and good And then Murray, one Murray's son did a fair bit, um, and he was a very yeah, good runner. Yeah, my great runner himself, too. He was a great person, too. Um, good coach as well. Coached his wife, Sonia, as well. Yep. Um, there's Scott again, Scott Young as Scott Red Fox Young again, another member of the club, served in the community for many years as well. Just a great club member and a great person. Um, Adam Robertson, the gym coach, yeah. I'm sure he's got some great court stories from the Jimmies. He, he was the one that sort of got the gym up and going and built it the way it is. And again, yeah. coached some brilliant athletes, coached Dave Baxter in his payday, coached all the athletes that come through, coached them all, the Olympic athletes, and very. And a lot of people won't know this, but he's very, he was very, very well known in athletic circles as one of the best strength conditioning coaches going around in, in, in athletic circles. So, very, very well very respected in the industry. Steve, Mr. Adam Robinson is. So, yeah, um, great. He'd be a great one to have a chat with. Well, there's, um, there's a few, Boris, we'll have to pluck through. Yeah, definitely yeah, uh, a few really good suggestions. A few people have come up a few times as well, actually. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, it's good to know. I think um, I think Murray or there's even Sonia. You could do you could do both of those. Yeah. Um, another another one is Kate Downwood. Kate and again people don't know Kate's Kate's record as an athlete. She might, people know her as what she's done around the club. But Kate Kate's record as an athlete is is second to none. If you were to really look up her stats, she was a brilliant athlete. Kate, and, um, brilliant 800 meter runner. Started as a hurdler, 400 meter hurdler, I think by memory, but then turned 800 meters and brilliant a brilliant runner. The other one, if you can get to be a good one, to be um, Kim, uh, Kim, oh no, it's Kim Crow, but Kim Burns now, the rower. I don't know yes. if you guys know her. Yep, yep, yep. She was a two time Olympic gold medalist, but she was a brilliant 400 meter hurdler in her day. Um, right. So, yeah, so she'd be another one. If you get on her, it'd be great for the club. So, yeah, right. So, there's, look, there's a few to there's work through. And I think that's good. I think if we can, you know, plug away every couple of weeks and get one on, I think it'd be a good little collection that we can um, store away for the club. It's amazing. If you look, if you guys look back at how many athletes started the club but have gone on to do other great things and mm. not just through athletics, but other even sports, you look at, you know, there was, um, uh, uh, sorry, Julie Prendergast, who's yes. a netball, a very netball, good netball. Yeah. She was a member of the club. So I sort of don't know her new married name. Sorry, I know her new is Julie Prendergast. I'm not sure her married Coletta. name. Sorry. Coletta. 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 Yeah, there you go. She represented Australia in the netball. There's so many athletes that have come. You even look at Bree, Bree Walker now in the bobsledding now. So yeah, true. So many great athletes who start off at the yeah. track, who've used athletics as a base sport, branched out to so many other sports um, and done well. So Justin Crow is another one. Another one who was a you know, great run of the club. Now I was working with Essendon or Colin Essendon at the minute as a oh, strength right. and conditioning coach and a right. runner and that. So these are 
people, the club, their club members even try, if you try someone like Mark, found a silver bronze medalist at the 2006 Commonwealth Games. Yes, yep. So, yeah. so many brilliant athletes have, and so many brilliant, not so much athletes, but brilliant people have been through the club and still hold the club in dear. Another one, Ali Hutton, might be on the you know, two-time Olympic and Olympian, that famous wrench dropped the baton, unfortunately. But, yeah, so, so many great people. Tamsin Lewis is a member of the club as well back in the day. She was too, yeah. I think she still holds a club record. So, it's another one. Just, the club is the club has just has been just amazing what it's done for so many people and, and sort of, it's still there for people and still grows. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. Well, when did the club, it was, there was a women's club and a men's club, wasn't there? Yeah, back so back, yeah. So back in the day, so the, the men's club started first and the women's club started after that. Um, back in 93, I still remember, that was my first year of the club. I still remember the AGM where they amalgamated the club. Right. Um, yeah, but it was started as a men's and a women's club. But back, again, that's what athletics was back then. It was a women's association, a men's association yeah, okay. back when yeah, that right. first started. So... Athletics has gone through a lot of changes and it's got its challenges at the minute, but um, hopefully they can build through and the club can ch- the club can move with those times and and um, get get stronger. It's always it always it's a great club, but we're, mm. it's based on very good people. And even now you see, like you guys now have taken the committee mantle and this podcast is a great idea. Campbell's yeah. done a really good job as president now and, and building that just building that social and that that mm. welcoming so everyone everyone feels welcome come down. And athletics is one of those sports that. It's hard. It's hard to get people involved, but when people realise it's not, it's not about just being a leap, but it's having a go. I think for sure. this mindset. And I think Rafa Run is the perfect example of that, and it's, and it's great for the club. Yeah. No, yeah, you've right. you've said that well, but um, I think that's a, that's probably a good spot to um to wrap up. We've had a we've got a great uh, history lesson, and um, hearing yeah. about your career, Patty, and your involvement with the club. So, um, thanks thanks very much for joining us. It's been great. Thanks for thanks for that, Patty. You've helped no since boys. being a being a new member as well, not knowing the club history. This is yeah. this is good. Hopefully, the segment by the end uh, by the end of it all, I'll be clued up on all the club history. There's yeah, exactly. There's a club history if you want to read it, but I think you should be at the gym. But I've got a copy if you want to read it. Kate made a club history back, so Pliny's updating actually now. So yeah, that'd yeah, be good. Okay. I heard. Stu, I think Stu McClay has got a copy as well. So yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's nothing Kate did, but yeah. So yeah, but um, awesome. no, you're doing a good job, boys. It's really good this podcast, and I hope um, it's great to keep people involved and have a bit of laugh, for people, and look back. So no, good on you guys. No, good Thanks, on you, buddy. buddy. We'll see you hopefully down at the track, uh, obviously with COVID sometime soon on a Tuesday. Yeah, we'll definitely. get back to some sort of normality. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Enjoy. Looking Done. forward to the K reps, buddy. Can't That's wait. It. <laughs> long winter. That's it. Very long winter. <laughs> Sounds right, good. Thanks, buddy. Thanks no, very much, Paddy. Good on you, mate. See you, mate. See you guys.